What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. Pretty sure she stopped paying attention to everything else after Libby and Andre introduced her to Manatee World. It's the (laughs) one and only Teresa. Hello, everyone. How's everyone doing? You love those manatees. I love manatees. Manatees and novelty teas? Surprising. What's not surprising is how fast you're like, we need to go to this manatee sanctuary. Well, I would love to go. We went to one of the springs in Florida. We, we went to to a river that you can kayak yeah. with the manatees. This was more of a like an aquarium, it seemed like. Maybe yeah. it wasn't. Maybe it was more free form. I don't know. I don't like aquariums. So I only like the aquariums that also save animals. That's the only way. That's the only way I'll go. Like the one in Connecticut. Shout out to Mystic. Mystic Aquarium. They have an uh, animal hospital attached to it and they rescue seals and they rehabilitate them and release them. Yeah. It's It's a tough thing because I do agree with the fact that it's nice to introduce kids to animals and have them learn about animals, but there's got to be a better way than capturing these animals in tight quarters. Well, I I hope that a lot of these big fish or big animals in zoos, it's sad they were born in captivity, right? Yeah. Um, but you couldn't, you cannot release these animals. Born in captivity, uh, well, they would some, die. Some you cannot. You've never seen blackfish. That no, I cannot. That, yeah, that changed my perception of everything. But you're right. If if you have an animal or a mammal that cannot survive on its own in the wild, then you're doing it a favor by having it at the aquarium or the I zoo. think only banged up animals should be in zoos and aquariums. Meaning, And we say banged up with love. With <laughs> we, a lot of love. Like... When we did the seal encounter, it's a big part of our lives. John gave me this. <laughs> John gave me this awesome gift. If you guys don't know what it is, you pay X amount of money. It was it was a decent amount. Of it money. was expensive. It was a gift, so I'm not going to say how much it was. But then you get like 60 minutes one on one with whatever animal of your choice, and a few. They I think they at this aquarium in Mystic they do seal encounters. Yes. I think sea lions. And penguins and beluga. Yes. But you don't swim with them. But we did the hang. seal. We did the seal. Tori the seal. Shout out to Tori. Tori the one-eyed seal. That's what we affectionately call her because she only had one eye. And she was losing that, that yeah. one eye. So Tori the one-eyed seal could not be released to the wilderness because right. she would not survive. However, killed. she was very smart. They were training her to not only do tricks or listen to them visibly visually yeah but also to hear because she was going blind we but then you Tori. could walk by this by this t- tank and there were like a bunch of seals that were being rehabilitated they yeah. were not like on display you kind of could peek in but those were seals healthy seals or becoming healthy seals that got stranded or bitten by a shark and the animal hospital was taking care of them yes that, so that i can support for sure yes not to say the mammals in the wild are that protected because when we did our little kayak adventure, you, you, a manatee took an oar to the head because of you, Teresa. So I, I did not see her. <laughs> okay. We, we brought it up multiple times in this podcast. We don't have to relive that moment, but 
Yeah, you were you were upset. You didn't mean to. I didn't mean to hit no. a manatee with a no. paddle. But no. she was right below us. The only regret I have about that trip of ours is that it was outside of the crystal clear river. Yes. So we only saw the manatees when they came up. When they breached the water. Yeah, yeah. but we still, we got... We saw a lot of them. We got what we paid for. Yeah. We saw a lot of manatees enjoying their natural habitat, and it was beautiful. And we it love that. It was beautiful. And so maybe one day we'll mosey on down to Manatee World or whatever maybe this Maybe one is, day. Whatever this is called. Anyway, we are not here to talk about manatees. We are here to talk about 90 Day Fiance, and we will do that momentarily. Before we do, a little housekeeping. Please follow us on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. It's a good time. We post some memes once in a while. We keep you guys updated with news. You message us. And Therese, of course, has some outstanding messages she needs to respond to. I will. It was a busy it was a busy weekend. So it was a busy weekend. I'll cut you some slack over yes, here. But please. that's on Instagram at Married to Reality Pod. So check us out. Give us a follow. Also, join us on Patreon, patreon.com slash married to reality. It's the beginning of the month. It's the best time to join the Patreon. Very soon, anytime will be the best time to join the Patreon because I will flip the switch. If you guys haven't heard, Patreon is giving creators the opportunity to flip the switch. And so then whenever you join, that will be your renewal date. It's no longer going to be the first of the month, whether you sign up in the beginning of the month or the end. It'll just be 30 days or whatever, a month after your sign-up date. Which makes way more sense. So much more sense. So much more sense. I don't know why they... Are just doing that now. But patreon.com slash married to reality for the single life. You can just listen to us, dude, or you can get the family affair level and you can watch us in 4K. You can watch us <laughs> podcast and then we throw bonuses up there. We just did a bonus of Real Girlfriends in Paris. Yes. And we got one coming this month and I know what we are covering. You do? This, I'm not going to share. I'll tell you. You know, okay. what we're gonna, you know what we're going to cover. I think I do. It's yeah. something we were looking forward to that just yes. premiered in October. So that's on the Family Affair level. Check us out. Patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast wherever you're listening. It's so easy to do. You just look down and smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hard as Michael's TikTok dancing. Because someone has to give him some love. He's trying. He's trying. Effort. He's trying. I feel like he needs to like follow the steps a little closer. He's making up his own moves. He wants to be an influencer. He's trying anything he can to just get a little love, make a little money. He's doing what he can, and, and I support that. I do too because Angela promised him to take care of him, and now she's <laughs> not. He cannot get on social media. He wants to be an influencer. Save it. Save it. <laughs> Save it. We'll talk about it in a second. And last but not least, thank you guys for the reviews. A bunch of you guys are sending them in. We love when you guys send the reviews in. If it's a five-star review, we read it on this podcast, this very one Mm -hmm. right here. And I'm going to read one right now, Teresa. Let's do it. All right. Now, this is a great review because it's an honest review. Okay. And it's a five-star review, of course. That's why we're reading it. It comes to us from our friend Cruise Girl. Two. Hello, Cruise Girl. A I'm bummer. a little nervous. It's a okay. Bummer that Cruise Girl One was taken, but Cruise Girl Two. Okay. <laughs> here's here's why it's a great podcast. It's titled Love the Podcast. Okay. Okay. Now now settle in for this first line because it's it's, it's, it's honest. All okay. Right? It's not bad. It's not bad. It took me a while to warm up to your podcast, but I love it now. That's the first line. Okay. All right. I love when you tell stories of how you met and stories of each of you growing up. 
Also, love your everyday stories. I love that you guys clean your groceries and wipe down your phones a lot. <laughs> I thought I was the only one that still did that. No, we still, we still do, it do it. I Thursday. love it. Yeah, and I'm glad, Cruise Girl, I'm glad you stuck with us. I'm glad you warmed up to the podcast. I'm curious what it was that you were, you had a chill, a slight chill to in the beginning. And I actually 100% get it because sometimes I do need to warm up to podcasts I listen to. Yes. It takes me a while. I don't love everything I listen to, you know, from the get-go. I need to warm up to You got to learn the characters. You got to learn yes. who we are. And the the interesting part of this review is not one mention of 90 Day Fiance, not one mention of Married at First Sight. So I think what happened was she was probably like, well, these these people talk a lot about their own lives and not too much about this <laughs> about the show. I don't know how I feel about it. And then a couple episodes in, she got to know us. She got to understand your wild Czechoslovakian ways, Teresa. Oh, sure. And Cruise Girl's like, I'm on board. I'm in. I love it. You know what it's for me when I listen to podcasts? It's it's weird, but it's the voice of the people yeah. who tell the stories. I still don't understand why people like my voice. Weird. I love it. I appreciate it. <laughs> I love it. But for me, a huge part of me listening to other podcasts is the voices. Yes. If you don't have a nice voice or... It's too too out there. Oh, it's too crazy or it's too calming that I'm falling asleep. I can't do it. It has to be like right in the middle to keep me entertained while not annoy me. Yeah, I agree. Right? I so agree think maybe that was a thing. She yeah, needed she to warm up. up to her voices. Probably mine. No, I'll be it was, honest. no it was probably mine. <laughs> but thank you. Either way, thank you, Cruise Girl. We Beautiful are- review. I'm here for how you guys really feel. Absolutely. This Preferably was, uh, five stars. But. It, was, it was great. That no, was beautiful. <laughs> no, it thing. was beautiful. Thank you. Thank you, Cruise Girl. We're happy to have you here. All right. How about a little 90 day, by the way? Let's do it. I know, I know you were working hard while <laughs> I was cleaning this nest. I know you've been waiting a long time for this segment. So 90 day, by the way, number one. It's probably going to suck, but let's do it. <laughs> <laughs> and here's the thing. Here's the thing, Teresa. This is a hard segment. This is a very, very hard segment to do. I don't need that negativity. I dig <laughs> weekly, week after week. I bring two stories to the table every week. I'm like the mailman. No matter sleet, nor <laughs> snow, nor Hurricane Ian can stop me. I deliver on 90 Day, by the way. And I struggled this week, but I uh. knew I knew <laughs> I, I knew you're gonna give me shit. So I kept digging, and I kept digging, and I kept digging. And I have two stories. Okay, okay. Let's, lo- let's hear the stories. <laughs> okay. I'm doing the quotation marks. All right, number one. Oh, okay. Chantel's brother, River Knight, has mm-hmm. just released some new music. Okay. All right? You know we love a good listening party on this podcast. Okay. We love when these cast of characters release their music. And River Knight just put out a song. I think I'd rather listen to Libby's Let's Go to the Dentist really? on repeat than listen. Uh, yeah, I mean, now... I'm sure some people like this. To me, the, to, to this old man right here, this old man, it sounds like River is at the dentist trying to wrap while the dentist's hands are in his mouth. I don't know really what he's saying or what's happening. Can we listen? You want to hear that? a little let's, bit? Let's Teresa, hear. you want to be your own judge? Let's hear. Let's right. hear it. Here's, here's River Knight's new song entitled Doubted. Okay. Here we go. Raises head bobbing. 
jokes like Eminem before. Therese is kind of liking him more than I do. Got that subtle head bump. <laughs> All right. It's not bad. It's not, this is not terrible. I'll take this over. Let's go to the dentist. Oh, agree to disagree. Agree to disagree. Yeah, I mean, he does sound like he has marble in his mouth. A couple marbles. It's, it's much better than what Libby's producing. And listen, I don't love this family Chantel. No. Well, I'm glad you said the family Chantel because there is a music video that accompanies this song. Okay. And the entire family Chantel is in the music video. Even Pedro? Oh, not Pedro. Well. Persona non grata over there. He is not in the music video, but this music video is basically River sitting on a throne, Mother Karen pouring whiskey into his glass as he holds it. <laughs> Chantel is like awkwardly, sexily posing to the side. And then their dad, I forget the dad's name. He's just holding. I think it's Jose, right? I think so. He's just holding a sword. Oh. That's how it opens. And then it's two and a half minutes of just River on the throne and then in a fake private jet and then back on the throne and then a fake private jet. If you want to check it out, check it on YouTube. River Knight. Doubt it. It's got 32,000 views so far. Okay. It's not bad. It's climbing up there. But that's. By the way, number one. All right. Teresa, all right. Oh, it was, it was okay. It was all right. <laughs> Here we go. By the way, number two. So maybe you know, maybe you don't. Libby's sister, Jen, mm-hmm. was married to a pretty prominent Tampa radio personality. His name yes. was Orlando. It's very confusing that Orlando is a radio <laughs> host in Tampa, but it's, that's Florida for you folks. <laughs> like he was born in Tampa and the mom was probably like, I have the perfect name. Orlando. It's like, wait, huh? <laughs> what? But, okay. So Orlando's a radio DJ. They divorced like 10 years ago, but he is the father to the children. Yes. So he's still a radio host and he has a podcast. And a couple of days ago on his podcast, he went on this rant about how he hates his daughters being on the show. Oh, okay? I don't blame him. He's apparently talked to his lawyer about it. And the lawyer was even like, well, we can set something in motion here if we want to, I don't know, sue or what you do. But if we want to take it that far, we can. Orlando did not want to take it that far. But I think what set him off was, was it last week's episode or the week before? They filmed in Jen's daughter's dance studio. So this is, I think, this was what started, what sparked Mm. this conversation on the podcast. Apparently, Jen had to pull the kids out of school to film. Oh. So Orlando was not too happy. Plus, you're showing where she spends a little bit of time. Yeah, that's, that's a good point. Also, not that they're the biggest celebrities, but I'm sure there are people or guys who are like, oh, yeah, Jen, mm, let me see where. Mm. Or even the kids. Like, pe- there are exactly. perfs out there, right? So I don't blame this guy. I feel like if kids are on the show, both of the parents need to agree. And apparently that's yeah. what the lawyer said is, since you don't agree, we could definitely yeah. pursue this. And we barely ever see Becky's kids. I don't even know if we have. Maybe mm, we so saw a baby. We saw Charlie's kids. I didn't realize he had that many kids. They all yeah. filed in. But they also barely ever, like, appear. Like, that you would, like, there's zoom no, in on their faces. There's no so. need for them. No, like, absolutely not. I understand Mila of Jovi and Yara. That's the storyline. Yeah. There's no need for Jen's kids to be on the show, but apparently... 
Orlando said Jen wants the kids to be a part of the show. Yeah, of course and she that's, does. Like, she's pulling them out of school. She wants to film with them. Like, what do the kids want? That'd be my question. I don't know. I saw a social media recently. I don't know why, but she has like a girlfriend. They go to all places and she parties like she's in her 20s, but she's not. Who, Jen? Yeah. Yeah, she's living it up. She's living, listen, good for her, live it up. But I think she, obviously, Andrew and Libby started this whole 90 mm-hmm. day, right? But the whole family, like, latched on all this. And oh, they're yeah. just, like, riding it with them so hard. That's, that's for sure. And same with the family, Chantel. If you want to listen to the episode, this podcast episode, if you're interested, you can. The podcast is called Freak Show Daily Podcast. Mm, okay. Check it out. It was the September 26th episode. So if you're interested, give it a listen. All right. That's, by the way, 90 Day By The Way, Teresa. It was okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to come at me harder. No, it was fine. You see, like, I'm a nice person. <laughs> I think I think you can do better. Oh, okay. <laughs> I'm kidding. Okay. It was good. Right. Guys, for you who don't know, John last time was making fun or he was trashing my smash it like it's hot. Trash said, it like it's hot. I said I'll trash his segment. But I'm a nice person. You dig you dig hard. It was good. <laughs> but you here's the thing with your smash it like it's hot. You totally redeemed yourself at the end of the podcast, but no one was listening at that point. No, because but I, I sometimes sometimes slim out. I say what I think is best, and when we talk, I come up with something else. I, I don't come it. up with it up front. Sometimes I do. I got it. If you guys missed it, because, again, it was at the end of the Mavs podcast. Yeah. I was saying how I can see the analytics, and, like, it's great. It's got great engagement, except for the last 25 seconds when we roll into our end-of-the-show housekeeping. Mm. You guys know what I'm going to say, so I'm sure you guys turn it off. And... That's when Teresa had like one of her best ever smash it like it's hot. And I'm like, you, like you should have put it up front when, when people are listening. But yeah, you live and you learn. Yeah. And you too. I mean, mm. next time I'm hoping for something a little better. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Teresa, we, we kid the ones we love. Yes. All right. Let us get into this episode. Sunday night, 90 day fiance season seven, episode six, happily ever after. Question, Question mark? mark. Okay. Well, a big question mark on this episode because we'll open up with Michael and Angela. How dare you? Now are you just trying to sabotage me? Ah, okay, You're just guys. Trying to sabotage. Okay, we'll open up with Angela and Michael. <laughs> Come on, I love, I love that all of his friends were heckling him while he was in the pool. They were all like, "Who's that? Michael Phelps? Michael Phelps? <laughs> Who is that?" Well, first of all. They open it, open it up, and it looked like Michael's about to learn how to swim. And I was kind of laughing. I'm like, wait a minute. Is he learning how to swim? It's exactly what he was doing. It's exactly what he was doing with a huge audience. Yeah, the, it was Michael and the goofballs. And <laughs> I forgot how much I love when Michael talks because he's like, I'm scared of water. Last time I was in the pool, I was, at, I was 26. I almost drowned. Now I'm 34. Why are you doing Natalie's voice? <laughs> not i'm doing michael's accent okay this is this is my michael's accent okay okay <laughs> sounded a little ukrainian to me but yeah the guy almost <laughs> okay the guy almost drowned and so he hasn't been back to the pool in eight years yes it's sad do you remember learning to swim yeah i was like three i had a or four yeah i don't know how old i was but i went to this pool club and there was this guy coach and I remember it was an outdoor pool 
and it was always freezing because you'd have to go like 6 a.m. And Coach would just be there in those red Baywatch bathing suit trunks with a whistle, no shirt, and he was just so terrifying. And we'd have to be like, yes, Coach, okay, Coach. It was, it was terrifying, but it just made me feel for Michael that, yeah, once something happens in the pool, you don't want to rush back. Yeah, I was like three, I think. My parents used to take me to the covered indoor swimming pool on the weekends. Uh-huh. And you could like borrow those floaties that you just, you can swim with in front of you, right? We had the kickboard. Like Michael had the kickboard. You didn't have... Yeah, the kickboard. Yeah, okay. I got the floaties. There's, there's floaties that you put on the arms. No, 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 I had the kickboard. And so first I did a bit of floaties and just with a kickboard. Eventually my dad goes like, okay, now without it. Without... And- the yeah, and uh, yeah, 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 and without anything, and eventually I just learned in a few weeks, and every single time I did something good, my parents bought me um, what do you call it, a hot dog, Parek Brohodiku, uh, the uh, good Czech hot sure. dog that we had. You Delicious. remember you loved it? Yeah, yeah. We- and so for me, it was like an association. Every single time I see the Czech hot dog, I associate it with swimming. <laughs> it's weird. <laughs> But then when I was like five, I joined the swimming lessons and eventually I joined the synchronized oh, yeah. swimming group. That's I s- when I almost drowned. I still haven't seen any of those moves. Yeah, you don't want to see that. I, I, they kicked me out after like two weeks. Do we have I, photos of this? No. That would be a Patreon right no, there. No, I honestly, I, I did swim for a while as a kid. Like I joined the lessons and I was going there Swim with other kids and like competitively, but uh-huh. I never got too good. Okay. Uh, but synchronized swimming was a was an epic fail. Okay, <laughs> I was really bad at like holding breath under the water. Mm-hmm. That's how I almost drowned. Got it. I wonder why Michael's trying to learn now. Like at thirty four, he's just hanging out and he's like, now is the time to learn how to swim. I think they were going to pick up women at the pool. Oh, that too. But That's I think <laughs> I think it's. Good to know how to swim. It's an activity that you can do for free and it can save lives. It's great. No, you should definitely know how to swim. But I almost feel like the friends knew how to swim, right? And then they brought Michael as almost like when you borrow a dog or you bring a dog to a park because women are like, oh, my God. Like Michael was the cute, like, oh, my God, he can't swim. Like, let's let's come (laughs) over and talk to you guys. That would not work on me. I'll be like, ugh, he cannot swim. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So then then he's talking to his friends about Angela and how they haven't seen each other in years. And I'm so glad I'm saying this facetiously. You guys can't see my eyes rolling out of my head that we got the flashback of Angela telling us her Clitoris is on fire, Michael. <laughs> oh, my clitoris is absolutely on when fire. When she's sitting in the bathtub with the, oh. like some of her garden plants on her head. He was like, yeah, they did not flash back to the pop that penis. Pop yeah. that penis, Michael. <laughs> <laughs> but he's taking oh. Angela's side in front of all these guys. He's like, no, I don't, you know, she's my wife. She's my wife. And the goofballs are calling her grandma. Yes. And he's like, hey, you're talking about my wife. Well, he he might not know that Angela's dropping in, but he knows there's cameras there and he knows yeah. Angela's probably going to see whatever oh, yeah. he says. Oh, yeah. Which it turns out he brings up the fact that Angela stopped sending him money, which yes. is not good. And the friend's like, well, why don't you get a job? Well, he's like, Angela promised to take care of me when we got married. Now she's not. But... She prohibited him from working because she wants him to be available at any time. Right. Right. Very controlling behavior. Very controlling. But 
Michael has this plan which makes so much sense. So much sense. He's like, okay, I have a way I can make money from home. I don't need that much talent or skill. I'm going to be a social media influencer. Well, here's the catch. He's not allowed to be on social media. And that's my question is, did he tell Angela, hey, I want social media so that I can monetize it? Because this makes complete sense to me why he wants a social media back, mm. how he can make money without having to leave home if Angela yeah. doesn't want. Like, this seems like a great idea. Yes. He's I got a following. He's yeah. got enough followers that he could do paid posts and make money. Well, does he have enough followers since she keeps, he keeps quitting social media? I think that's the issue. I think if he launched his own page right now, he could get 50, 100,000 followers yeah. pretty fast. And then you could start monetizing it. So it, it makes sense to me. But still, Angela, not very supportive of this. Um, but then we do see a, a Michael's friends get a couple girls over. And that's what I'm saying. I think they were Oh yeah. Oh, they, were, yeah. they were just at the pool to pick up the ladies. I don't think yeah. it was Michael's big day out to learn how to swim. And they're like, Michael, like show show these ladies your moves. And I thought <laughs> Michael's gonna be like, no, come on, like don't embarrass me. Mo, Michael stood up and starts doing all these TikTok moves. To the to the girls. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. TikTok dancing. I mean I don't have TikTok. Do you have TikTok? I do. But I well we have a TikTok for well, I know. Pod. It's been a while since we posted anything. Yeah, but he's doing these TikTok dancing from the ladies mm-hmm. and Angela would not approve. Absolutely not. Absolutely fucking not. He was popping that penis in front of those ladies. Speaking of Angela. Nigeria, baby. <laughs> when Michael's dancing to these ladies, Angela's landing in Nigeria with her friend Renee. Yeah, and they immediately beeline it. To go smoke in the bathrooms. Yes. I mean, why don't you smoke outside? Right. They're doing this as almost like, oh, this is what we do. We smoke in airport bathrooms. It's so disrespectful. It's so so, disrespectful. It's so rude, dangerous, all the above. Yes. If Again, I think we said it last time. If you saw smoke in an airport, you would run to the nearest security and be like, uh, something smoking. So they're just, it's so disrespectful so and selfish. So disrespectful. And you can see her 59 different carry-on bags on her. Like, who lets her on the plane? Right. Why do you have five purses? You get, yeah, what you, do you have in it? You get one carry-on in a personal bag and she's got a hundred. Um, I also find it funny that she thinks she's going to surprise Michael. Like, he's going to smell you coming a mile away <laughs> with all those cigarettes. That's true. <laughs> I always like, again, Renee looks well put together compared to Angela. And yeah, I know Renee smokes too, but somehow she looks a little healthier over Angela. Yes, yes. She has one purse, one bag, one carry-on, like a normal person. No, Angela's a mess. Are you, Angela, Angela's a, an absolute mess. Absolutely. And I was almost thinking like probably wrong on my end, but when she was doing the whole weight loss surgery and boob reduction and wanted to get healthy, drinking smoothies, I'm like, okay, okay, maybe she'll clean up her act. Nah. No. No. Nah. No. no. So, okay, she's in Nigeria and she's like, I'm here. That shows how much I love him. No, it doesn't. You're there to try to catch him in the act of something. You're not there to surprise him with open arms Mm-mm. and an open mouth. You're there to be like, gotcha. Mm-hmm. What I'm going to say is this, and you might disagree or not. She lost all her pounds, but yeah. the more pounds she lost the more emotionally she is 
When she was bigger, she barely ever cried on TV. She was like this, like just yelling at Michael and calling him names. She does that now, but she also ends up crying. She wasn't crying before like this. Do you think there's a correlation? Do you just think, all right, well, years and years have gone by and weighed on her. And so that's why she's getting emotional. Or Maybe. do you think it's like she was more confident in her old body? That's the Angela she knows and loves. And now she feels a little bit more vulnerable. No, I think she feels confident in her new body. Uh, but I, just, I don't know, maybe it took a big toll on her all these years and all these fights with Michael and the pandemic and they haven't That's seen each other, what right? I think. But she's definitely way more emotional than she was before. Yeah. Yeah. It's a good point. So, all right. 11.07 p.m. Time for <laughs> Angela to roll out and surprise Michael. Well, she wanted to wait until the next day, but, but she can't. She can't wait. She's got a couple cocktails in hand. What looked like an empty bottle of whipped cream. And the marriage certificate to prove <laughs> that she has the right to anything Michael. If Angela could to, could track down a marriage certificate and bring it to Nigeria, Jovi couldn't find it to bring to his interview. Yeah. Come on. But yes, she's she's ready to roll. They're in the cab, of course, smoking cigarettes with the windows up because they can't. Why? God forbid you, you got a little fresh air. They only smoke <laughs> in confined spaces. Mm-hmm. Yes, and Angela calls Michael. She's like, are you awake? Stay awake because Stay awake. you'll get a shock of your life, bitch. <laughs> this is so healthy. This is such a healthy relationship. The, I don't know why she keeps calling him bitch. I was like, what's unhealthier than smoking all these cigarettes in a cab with the windows up? Oh, yeah, this this relationship. That's unhealthier. Very. And so they arrive in Michael's house. See that car, Renee? That's my car. That's my car. <laughs> Michael, my car. Michael, my car. And they start knocking on the door, on the windows. Michael, I don't know if he's playing that he's not home or he's not home. <laughs> he's hiding under his bed like Kevin McAllister, home like, alone. Get out, Michael. Get out. Angela gets pissed and she starts taking his car apart. Yeah, like that's- And Renee's like, Michael, come out. She's taking your car <laughs> apart. <laughs> like That doesn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, it's your car. So sure, you can ruin it if you want to. You can waste your money if She's you like, want I to. She's like, I paid for this car, bitch. <laughs> oh, very aggressive. And I think it's going to get even more aggressive next <sighs> time from the previews. Yeah. You can love her. You can hate her. But you can't deny she's entertaining. Very entertaining. But this is where we ended this with Angela. Let's wait for next time because from what I've seen today, I don't think Michael's coming to America anytime soon. I don't think so. All right. That's Angela and Michael. Shall we move on? Let's move on to Libby and Andre or as I would say everyone else, but Libby and Andre on this episode. They actually skipped Pam's party. I I wouldn't have thought they were going to. I thought they were going to say they were going to at the very last minute they were going to show up and it was going to be even more drama. Mm -hmm. But... To me, this validates this whole storyline. The fact that they're actually sitting it out and going to the Manatee Center with Ellie and Andre's dad makes me go, wow, there really is bad blood. They really are worried what would happen if we all got together. And that's why they skipped it. Yeah, they sure did. And dad never seen a manatee before. And Andre doesn't think that is a word for manatee in Romanian. I promise you there is. No, they looked it up. Libby looked it up. And, and she's like, manate. There, come on, Teresa, in Czech, there are some words that are basically just you saying it with an accent. True. But they, they didn't make it sound like that's real. I bet you it's manatee. 
I don't think so. Ah, come on. I don't even, I think there is a- How do word. you say dinosaur in Czech? Dinosaurus. Okay, it's basically the same thing. But the manatee, we say kapusnyak. Oh, it's Czech, it's not Romanian. Kapusnyak. Teresa, you realize it's two different I, languages? I do, but I feel like a manatee, there must be a Romanian word for a manatee, no? How, do you, about, how do you say alligator in Czech? Alligator. Exactly, okay, so can <laughs> we move on? <laughs> Teresa, Okay, geez. okay, but I feel like manatee is such a- such a, <laughs> it's no, not, a, not an international word. Exactly. So therefore, it's, I don't think there's manatees in Moldova. Well, there are no manatees in Czech. The Moldova therefore, manatee. Therefore, we have a word for them. I think it's vice versa. If you don't interact with something, you don't have a word for it. That's not true. I know it's not true, but to me, that makes sense. Anyways, anything, All right, anything could, else? Maybe it's a manatee. Maybe it's yes. nothing. Maybe it's something else. Yes. All right. If uh, here's the here's the loudmouth translation of manatee. Money tea. That's what <laughs> Chuck Dollar Signs would call it. That's that money tea. Don't shit on Chuck. No, we Don't need more. Where Chuck. is we Chuck? Chuck? We love Chuck. Where is Chuck? Well, Chuck wasn't invited to Pam's birthday party. But I'm party. saying we've we've gone probably five episodes without a Chuck appearance. I know it's unfortunate. Need a little more Chuck. All right. Should we get to Orr's Creole Steakhouse? Let's get to Pam's birthday party. It's Becky, it's Thomas, it's Jen. To start. And it's Pam and her husband. To start. Yeah. And Pam's like, well, I think the reason Libby's not here is because Andre is so controlling. He's keeping my baby girl from coming to celebrate. Oh, boy. Jen agrees, obviously, right? Well, yeah, but Becky gets why Libby would sit the party out. And Becky's even like, just because we came... Doesn't mean we're forgetting everything that happened. Doesn't mean we're okay with everything that happened. You're just my mom and I want to be here for your 60th yes. birthday. But don't don't think this excuses or or this means that we're over it. Well, wait for it because right now they all have a PTSD from Charlie, right? Mm-hmm. But Charlie rolls in with Megan. Right on Like cue. nothing happened, right? <laughs> yeah. Bunch of kids. Nobody was happy to see them. Pam was no. the only one who was like, Charlie, my boy. Thank you for being here for, for your mother's 60th birthday. Everyone else was like, uh, hey. Yes. Right? You could cut the tension with a butter knife. Mm-hmm. It, it was so thick. But Charlie has one goal and one goal only. To show people that he's not a problem and that Andre is actually the common demon- denominator for every issue they've ever had. That's his, his primary goal. His other goal is to get himself uncancelled. You guys can't. You guys cancel Charlie, bro. You can't cancel Charlie. Yeah. So Charlie comes like, so how how have you been? It's been a while. And Thomas trying to have a conversation, right? And Charlie's like, yeah, we've been good, all good. Besides all the family drama, when you canceled Charlie, <laughs> it's like you got you guys okay. think you guys everything's good when Charlie's not around. But I heard heard about that housewarming party. There was a huge fight, and Charlie wasn't there because you canceled Charlie. I don't know if you remember when you canceled me. <laughs> and the girls were like, "Wait, what are you talking about?" Pam is like, I, I, "I did. I didn't say anything." It's like Pam, you're the only one who could probably say this to Charlie since you're the only one who talks to him. Yeah, and they basically say, "Well, there's a lot of issues with." You and alcohol, Charlie. And Charlie's like, well, just look at our family. There's always alcohol. It's not me solely getting drunk. We all get drunk. And when we're all drunk, 
it starts issues, right? Yes. And Thomas is like, you know what? Things hasn't been the same since the barbecue. And Charlie is like, oh, well, but you know why? Because it's Andre. He is the common denominator, right? And all Cancel of a sudden, Andre. Cancel Andre, bro. All of a sudden, everyone's like, you know what? You might be right. Charlie, we still love you. You are our brother. That's Jen. So we went from hating Charlie, yeah. having a PTSD, to now hating Andre. It only took about 10 minutes. Right. Now we all hate Andre, love Charlie. Charlie is happy. Charlie wants to cancel Andre. And, <laughs> yeah, Becky was even like, oh, yeah, Andre is a master manipulator, 100%. Yeah. Here's the thing, and it's so obvious when you watch this scene. This is a family who will just shit on or turn their back on whoever isn't at happy hour. Oh, yeah. Oh, Becky didn't make it to happy hour. What a bitch. What's <laughs> Becky doing? Right? That whore. She thinks she's better than us. If you're not there, you're getting shit on. And so if Andre and Libby went, they'd be shitting on Charlie. True. But in the same time, Becky and Jen don't love Andre. No matter what. No. They don't like Andre. But they didn't like Charlie either. And they even said before Charlie arrived, just so you know, we're not over the Charlie shit. And now they're all team Charlie. Yes. And Charlie's happy because he's like realizing that, you know, Andre is the problem. Not he. Everyone else is realizing that Andre is the problem. Charlie is happy. He's begging the club. This whole segment is why Charlie shouldn't have gotten an invite. To the birthday party. Yes. Because it turned into having nothing to do with, it's my 60th birthday, I want everyone there. It had nothing to do with Pam's birthday, and it just became, let's talk about Charlie, let's talk about Andre. Mm -hmm. If Charlie was absent, it would have been a birthday party. It would have been a birthday celebration, a birthday dinner. But it became this almost intervention or this support group or something for Charlie and had zero to do with Pam's yes. six, which is all she wanted. It's my birthday. I want everyone there. I didn't even hear a happy birthday. Did you hear a happy birthday? No, no did balloons. You, did nothing. you see a cupcake come out with a candle on it? Nothing. Apparently she didn't want anything. She just wanted to have a dinner with her kids. And she wanted to gossip about someone. And whoever's not there mm -hmm, is going to mm -hmm. get gossiped about. It's all Andre's fault because he's keeping Libby away from them. Kids Charlie, Charlie's good. They love him because he is the sibling. And he showed up. Yeah. That's all it takes. All right. Anything more with these two? I think that's it. That wasn't a lot. No, no, not much. With not them. much happened. But I wish we got more manatee footage. Right? Yeah. <laughs> all right. I think that means it's a good place to take a break. Let's do it. When we come back, oh, we'll get into it, Teresa. Are you ready to get into it? Oh, yeah. All right. We'll do it when we get back. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. How's it going? How are you? Oh, it's going pretty well. I can't complain. I got manatees on the mind, oh. which is sort of a nice thing. Manatees are beautiful. They're the cows of the sea. They Pe are. People say. Very mellow. Very peaceful. The opposite of Andre. I would say manatee <laughs> is the opposite of Andre. Yeah, they're just little peaceful mammals. Just float around. Yeah, living their best lives. They really are. Mm -hmm. It's beautiful. We should all live more like a manatee. Not a care True. in the world, just float through. Don't let, don't get bothered if someone hits you with an oar. It doesn't matter. They didn't mean it. Maybe I they didn't mean it. Maybe they were having a bad day or or they're just not as advanced. Or just trying to turn the boat around. Or just trying to get back <laughs> on track. 
<laughs> trying to do metaphors over here. Oh, Sorry. okay. All right. Enough about that. Let's talk about something we actually know quite a bit about. Let's talk about Jovi and Yara heading to the green card interview. I'm kind of surprised Yara and dress up a little more. Jovi had a nice button down on. Mm-hmm. Yara was typical home Yara, Saturday afternoon Yara. Yeah. When we went, we made a point to, to turn it up a little bit, to dial it up a little bit because we wanted to show how important and how serious we took this. Well, we went before work. Okay. I Tell me the last time I wore a button down to work. I don't know. You do sometimes. No, no. When you meet your clients, you no. do. But we turned it up. I feel like we we're like, we're going to go and we're going to show oh, yeah. them that we mean business. I feel like Joey turned it up a little bit because normally he just wears like a solid color t-shirt. I mean, Yara looked nice, but no, she more always, relaxed. She always looks nice, yeah. but she looked like she was just going for a stroll yeah. on a Saturday. I was just thinking, this is a time if you want to get a little fancy, get a little fancy. Make up for the fact that you couldn't find your marriage certificate. Yeah, that's not good. And also, I feel like they give you two copies. They give us two copies. Well, I think maybe this is a production lie. Either that or you have a terrible lawyer because our lawyer prepped a whole binder for us before the interview, right? Yes, and the marriage certificate or a copy of it is in the binder because if it wasn't, you would not be getting a green card because this whole thing is based off of your marriage. Well, to that point, maybe they didn't have it. It was in the binder that the immigration officer looked at because we see them, they go to the office three hours later. They come out smiling ear to ear. Yara was approved. Yes. And so, sure, maybe they didn't have it, but the immigration officer clearly had it. Mm -hmm. That's why they were there and and they got approved. No problem. Yeah. And same for us. I think ours was very quick. We were like in and out. The the interview itself, if if I could remember correctly, I would say our actual interview from butts in seats in the office of the officer to leaving 20 minutes yeah. back, but we had to wait an hour Fif- or two. No, what are you talking about? Waited for about 10 to 15 minutes. In the in the yes. waiting room? No what? way. Yeah, oh, I was just We got nervous. there. There were two people. It was literally empty. We waited for about 15 minutes before we were called in. I uh, Man, then time was just moving at a snail's pace because I was nervous. Because I remember just sitting there with no. our lawyer, you, and just feeling like this is taking forever it was in and out it was the fastest i've ever heard same oh. the lawyer said it too we were in and out within half an hour yeah it was it was easy peasy for them too yara says they asked our birthdays they asked where we live and we showed them a photo of Mila, and that was it yeah here's something that didn't happen to us which is upsetting teresa what yara got a 10-year green card because of the delay yes so what happens is that you apply for your green card once you get married, right? And usually the green card comes within a year, right? So you get it and then two years later you reapply. Mm-hmm. For them, because of COVID and everything takes longer now, it took them two and a half, over two and a half years, which means to get it's the past, interview. Yeah, past yeah. the two-year mark. And I think they wanted two years, two years to prove that you're... Married, it's a legit, right? Mm-hmm. So they're past that. 
So right. they just give them the 10-year green card because you, you've been already married for two and a half years. Right. You normally get the 10-year green card after that first. So they Yeah. Just, they want to see that you've been married for two years. You get a two-year conditional. Yeah. And then you get a 10-year. Yeah. And they just jumped over that two-year because it took so long and they got yeah. the 10-year. Yeah. I'm glad I got mine first because it was before sure. COVID. It would be nice to get a 10-year right away because that's what we are waiting for at the moment. But I'm glad I got it because I was able to travel immediately. I was able to do everything immediately, right? Yeah, yeah. And and that's basically what you are saying is now I just have to wait a week or two, get that green card yeah. and travel. She's ready to go to Europe with or without Jovi. Mm-hmm. Which, I mean, honestly, going to Prague is fine. It's safe. She should be able to go just with a kid and then Jovi can come later and join them. She should be able to go. But she also could wait. And my thought process is, I get it. You feel like you need to go be there for your people. But your your ultimate priority, your ultimate commitment is to your family, is to Jovi, is to Mila. And so what could you do in two or three weeks that you couldn't just do if you waited for the whole family to go as one. I'll tell you this. I think she should go now to spend... Because she, again, guys, she's not going to Ukraine. She's not going to join the war and help fight. She's not going to That's be there. That's my point. If she she's, was, I would say go immediately. She's going to Prague to meet her mom because her mom's dead and safe and sound. So she should go now so she can spend time with her mom and the kids speaking Ukrainian without going back and forth translating. Mm-hmm. Okay. Spoken from, ex- spoken from experience for sure. I love translating for you and all that. But if I haven't, and I went a week before, mm-hmm. I haven't seen my parents in a while. Same thing. It was in a way nice to just catch up, talk, check. And then when you joined us, we could all enjoy each other. Yeah. Without yeah. all the translating and all this. That makes I mean, with the translating, but... I, I I appreciated spending a little more time with my family than that makes sense. Only when you came for a week and a half. All right, so you get your ass out of here, Yara. Go go see your mom. Yeah, again, it's safe. If she was trying to go somewhere dangerous, all right, I would be like, maybe you should wait for your husband. I mean, you have a kid, but going to the Czech Republic is one hundred percent safe. There is no war in the Czech Republic. Go go right. spend time with your mom. If she's trying to help her people somehow, I'm sure you can monetary. There are people who fled Ukraine and are in the Czech Republic now. I'm sure there is a way she can help them as well. But she can help them while while being safe. Sure. Okay. So before she goes, she's going to have some celebratory drinks with her girls, celebrate the green card. And Jovi's going to crash this party. I don't understand why wouldn't she just celebrate with Jovi? I have so many questions. Okay. Yes. Go celebrate with Jovi. This is something that you two just did. Mm-hmm. You got a babysitter from Isla. Go have some drinks. At least go have one drink alone. And then if you want yeah. to go meet up with your friends, do it. But they show up to this bar. It's Adele Symphony with a C. And they're like, <laughs> I think Jovi has some control problems. I think you girls have drinking problems. Why are you at work? It's not the weekend. USCIS, How do you know? USCIS oh, that's is true. That's true. not open on Saturday or Sunday. So, And they close at like 4 p.m. at least in Florida, I feel like they do. So you, you girls are just out in the middle of the afternoon during the week drinking. Worry about yourself. Just to be on TV, gee. Worry about yourself, <laughs> Symphony with a C. But yeah, these girls are bad influence for Yara. That's what Jovi says. But 
could be a good influence for Yara because when Yara steps away to go to the bathroom, Jovi's trying to convince them to help him convince Yara not to go to the Czech Republic before he comes from work. Well, they're like, why, why do you have to work? Like, why, <laughs> why do you have to go to work? Who, who works anymore, right? <laughs> it's crazy. Right. And so Yara leaves and it's Jovi one-on-one with these bleached brains. And... Whoa, I have blonde hair too. Yeah, but you, you did. Okay, so speaking of, I was going to say, what European has a valley girl accent? Because one of these girls, a new girl, she had like a European accent, but also talked like a valley girl. I think she's from Ukraine. That's fine. But I don't know why she talks the way she does. But while she was speaking, you turned to me and you said, do I sound like that? Because I just didn't like the way she talked. Because it wasn't the accent. It was like, <laughs> oh my God, like why are you, but with, yeah, a, but yeah, with yeah, a Ukrainian yeah. accent. And that's why they're bleach brains. It has nothing to do with actual hair color, but mm. something's wrong with them that they speak like this. I can't, I can't deal. But yes, Joby wants Yara to wait. Yara wants to go. I was team Jovi, but you made a good point. I'm sure her mom is traumatized going through a lot of stuff right now. Yeah. Probably be nice for her just to go and be able to have a conversation without having to turn every other sentence and explain to Jovi what was going on, mm-hmm. especially because it's probably going to be a lot of heart to heart. Yeah. It's not going to be like, all right, let's go to the brewery. Okay. She said, let's go to the brewery. It's going to be like, well, I hope our house isn't being bombed up. I hope our yeah. friends and family are safe. Right. Yeah, you make a good point. I was Team Joby until this conversation. So now I'm Team Yara. You go see your mom, Yara. And yeah, jo- Joby she can should. Join. And again, Joby can join. It's not a big deal. Okay. All right. Shall we move on? We are cruising to it. Let's move on to one of my, or not one of my, my least favorite couple. It's Bilal and Shida. And I knew that their storyline is going to be all about a baby. It's not even that. I wish it was that. We're at a point now, we're we're five episodes in, six episodes in, and the storyline is Shida has a toothbrushing obsession. Oh my gosh, like th- too long. That segment was way too long, way too zoomed in. I get it. I we all brushed our teeth. I love brushing my teeth, but do I need well, someone to film me for fifteen minutes? We got yeah, three to five minutes of Shida's oral routine, and and not the <laughs> exciting oral routine. It was her brushing every tooth, her tongue, inside, outside, close ups. This is where we're at. This is this is the content we're mm-hmm. being served. TLC. I'm telling you, it's because they came on the show immediately after the original one. So there is not a lot going on. They should have taken a year, do something, yeah. make some drama, make us wonder what's going on, then get on this freaking show. This is my defense, though, when people go, oh, it's it's so scripted. 90 Day Fiance is so fake. These storylines are so fake. If it was fake, they would fake something. Mm. I feel like they have nothing. And yeah. so they're like, eh, let's just film her brushing her teeth for 94 minutes. Yeah, well, no, that was that was too much. But after she's done brushing her teeth for five hours, yeah. she's going to call her friend Utris. Yep. Is it Utris? Utris. Yeah, her bestie lives back in Trinidad. And Shaira's telling her about this whole baby issue. They went shopping. She saw baby stuff. Bilal says no. And to be honest, like I, I understand her getting older, right? 
we don't have kids, but I personally don't want to wait that long to have kids mm -hmm. because things get tough. And I, sure. I get it. She didn't have anyone before, so she had to wait. We have each other so we can try whenever we're ready. But I also get Bella's point of view saying, let's get to know each other a little better before we have kids. Because when you have a kid and if the relationship doesn't work out, things get more complicated. So let's even maybe don't take two or three years as Bilal wants, take at least a year or so to really get to know each other. Fine, but I hate the let's get to know each other argument after you're married. There was no reason for them to get married as quick as they... Well, there was. No, 90-day schmindy day. Well, keep... Bilal's got enough money or so, he says, keep traveling back and forth for a couple years. But I'll tell you what, keep traveling back and forth. You have a vacation relationship. You know what vacation relationships are? They're great because you don't live together. They're mm -hmm. great because you don't really have anything to argue about because you are on a vacation. Vacation relationships are not real relationships. I just can't approve of the idea. Let's get married and then let's get to know each other. And then if we like what we learn, then we can have a kid. How about you get to know each other and then, or at least I don't want Bilal to make that argument. Then just say like, I don't want to have a kid because I think that's what it is. I think, no. he's, I think he's using this, we need time, we need to get to know each other. I think that's bullshit. I don't think he wants any more children, and I don't blame him. He's 43 years old. I don't think he is has the energy or the interest, and he should just say it instead of leading Shida on, who is 37 and is getting past her prime to have kids. I, think, I don't think he wants to have kids, but at the same time, they have issues, and I just think that he... Even if they didn't have issues, spending some time together before you have kids, especially because you didn't have a chance to do it before, I think that's important. It is let's important. Let's get to know each other. But the problem is that, let's say they will wait for three years. Those three years, they're going to spend arguing over the kid that they're not having at the moment. It's a very good point. And then as uterus brings up let's say they do wait the three years because mm -hmm. it's written in the contract you can wait up to three years if they wait and then Bilal's still like no well now Shida's 40 say she really 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 wants kids and doesn't want to adopt or do something else she leaves Bilal now she's got to start all over again at 40 oh she's not gonna leave Bilal she's gonna take him to court this is crazy. <laughs> what are you, you going to sue for? She's like, yeah, you know, I can take him to court. He might have to pay. How much? Like, what's a baby worth these days? I haven't, I looked, at, I haven't looked at the black market recently. I don't know how much a baby goes for. How much is she going to get? Don't even say that. We're going to get a slack. <laughs> That's probably true. How much is she going to get paid? This is, the whole thing is ridiculous. But I do agree with uterus you can't wait three years and then have Bilal tell you you know what I don't I don't even think now I want to have a kid because now you're really pushing it you can still have a kid at 40 sure but it gets trickier and trickier every year I think what she should do is to freeze her eggs right now oh. make sure everything's healthy freeze your eggs make sure Bilal's sperms are still healthy and then wait a year or two and then do it you're welcome people good thought to do that, probably got to go see a fertility doctor. So let's go. Let's go see a fertility well, doctor. Let's go see this guy who probably is like, what are you doing what here is, if you're not even trying to have, have kids? 
Shred is like, thank you for coming with me, Bilal. I just want to see if I'm going to be in a high-risk group if we get pregnant. And Bilal, what a capital A, capital S, capital S, ass, says, I mean, you're already in a high-risk group. He realizes she's already getting up there mm-hmm. in age. She's already high-risk, but he's still slow-playing this. That was such a, I thought, rude thing, mm-hmm. inconsiderate thing to say you know i'm high risk already and you still want to wait three Mm -hmm. years all right ass and that's not the only ass thing he did so shayda's telling the doctor like we just got married and i want to have children and bilal looks at the doctor and says we just (sighs) got married no rush right Man, doctor- man to man, man <laughs> to man, no, we don't need to impregnate her right now, do we? <laughs> and doctor is like, well, doesn't seem like you guys are on the same page. How about his good old pros and cons list? <laughs> okay, doctor, am I paying you $200 an hour Her to tell me and- <laughs> to do a pros and cons list? Well, yeah. So Shad is like, I'm 37. Is that old? Is that old for this for this situation? And the doctor says, when I see someone 35 or older... I recommend them trying naturally first. And Shada's like, well, we're not trying at all. Mm-hmm. There, there's zero trying. And then she's like, yeah, I'm, uh, I'm healthy. I have a regular cycle every 21 days. And the doctor is like, whoa, 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 21 or 28? Which yeah. now I'm thinking about mine. How do you even, I don't want to well, turn this into I, a medical well, podcast, but how do you know how I'm long? I'm on birth control. Understood. I don't know if she is. So that counted for me. Oh, I don't even know what it means. I'm going to show my ignorance right here. I mean, I feel like I know what the cycle is, but the 28 or the 21. I think you... I th- what would be 20? Why have 28? I think you pop 21 pills and then you get a week when you have your period. Got it. So, but it doesn't happen immediately. For some ladies, it does. For me, it takes a few days. And now I'm being very, very personal. So oh boy. Man, people love it. But <laughs> yeah, like... I don't count it. The pills counted for me. I don't know if, if she's on birth control mm. because she wants to have kids. So I assume she isn't. Well, you, you would stop Plus taking she them. she was in Trinidad. He was in the U.S. They weren't banging. I don't think she was banging anyone else. So Speaking of Trinidad, one Bilal was like, you know, she just got here from another country. And a lot of women, they go through postpartum. So, so I don't want to rush anything. I'm like, what are we talking about? Well, like, isn't postpartum after? Some, yeah, I after think, you give birth. I think postpartum after she departed <laughs> Trinidad. But yeah, now he's a psychologist, and what he thinks she wants a child because she feels like she's missing something. Mm-hmm. And and okay, th- this is where it gets crazy because doctors like you know what I'm a little concerned if you have your period every 21 days. Let's do some blood work. Let's see what's going on. And Bella's like. So it sounds like you're saying to wait to uh, have kids. Uh, Did he say that, Bilal? No, he's like, like he's we should, really trying to play this hard. He, yeah, I guess either he hears what he wants to hear, or he just doesn't care mm-hmm. what people say, and he's just gonna push his own views on it. And doctor is like, you know what? They need to figure out. They need to be on the same page when it comes to having kids. Yeah. Oh, doctor Jim was like, you should definitely wait mm-hmm. until you're sure that you want to yeah. have a kid. Right. Wait till infinity and beyond Mm -hmm. if you're not sure, because that would be the worst case scenario. So we'll see. I mean, hopefully all all is well with Shida, but we'll see. We'll run some tests. We'll get back to you. I wish Bill met my friend. I just talked to her. She's 37. She's like, kids. Oh, hell no. I know. But that's the thing. It's a serious conversation. 
And if Shida so badly wants children and Bilal doesn't, mm-hmm. then maybe you guys shouldn't have gotten married. For sure. Like my friend dates guys with kids, so they don't want to have kids. Yes. And, <laughs> and Bilal has the kids. Yeah. That's and what I'm so saying. That's, that's right. So I'm he saying. probably has scratched that itch, mm-hmm. if you want to call kids an itch. And yeah, I don't know. I, I feel bad because I'm Shida probably really does want kids of her own. I can oh, see she, that. That's all she landed and she said, I want to have a kid. She didn't yeah. want to say hello to Bella. She's like, give me a kid. I want to have a kid. Impregnate me. I want to have a kid. Yeah. That's all she wants. That's all she wants. Which I, give me the baby. That's all I want. I'm not a mom, so don't don't hate me, guys. But I feel like being this obsessed with having kids is also not very healthy. Yeah. Yeah, I don't I don't know. I'm, I'm not obsessed with having kids. I'm not a parent. I could see becoming obsessed once you have the kid. Yes. No, totally. But, but what is yeah. right? What is driving? I also feel like people aren't obsessed. Well, I can't speak for everyone, but a lot of people are obsessed with having babies. Not a lot of people are obsessed with having 11 year old Kevin in the basement <laughs> playing video games, <laughs> which is what that cute baby turns into. You know what scares me? Teenagers. Like I'm, I'm fine when we have a kid. I'm fine with a kid being all the way up to like 12, but then they become assholes. Most yeah. of them. Yeah, but I mean, I, I was an asshole. Like, oh, I'm not I just saying too. it. I was a total asshole. I started smoking, going out, lying to my parents. Now, because I know it, it scares me that I would need to deal with it yeah, myself. But, but you know that that just comes with the territory. That's a teenager and you hope they grow out of it. Not not every kid grows out of that asshole yeah. behavior. But you hope if you're a good parent and then they're True. a decent kid that they will. So we'll see. All right. Shall we move on to another couple where children are the storyline? Last but not, not least. Last but not least. Usman and Kimberly. So if you guys ever wondered what Teresa looked like as she gets ready to go out. She, she looks very similar to Usman, who is just practicing all of his dance moves in the mirror <laughs> before he heads out. For them. That's what you do. You tell me every, although you do it when you shower. Before I shower. Before bed. Yeah. You practice all your moves. Yeah. I play a jam I like, and I sometimes come up with new moves, especially during the pandemic because we weren't going out. So. You're having your own dance party in, yeah. the, in the bathroom. And you know, I love to dance. I love showing off my moves. I have like two of I them. Just, I just love how you <laughs> feel like you need to practice it in the mirror before you, <laughs> before you bring it out to me. It's not even like you were going to the club, as you said, it was the pandemic. You were just, yeah. you wanted to really brush up on those moves. Yeah, because I feel like you have a lot of good moves and then it's- I have one move. Yeah, you have like two or three moves. Oh, here's the biggest compliment I received. From- you, your moves are like Earth, Wind, uh-huh. and Fire. Uh-huh. <laughs> we saw Earth, Wind, and Fire a couple days, weeks ago. I forget when it was now, but- you were loving how they all dance. I love Earth, Wind, and Fire, guys. Let's just put it out there. They're well, so one, good. Of, one of the greatest bands in the land. But they were stepping as they do. I mean, I've seen them. I've been seeing them once and once every ten years for the last <laughs> thirty years. But they, yeah, they get in line and they do their steps and their synchronized dancing. And I was dancing. You're like, you dance like Earth, Wind, and Fire. And I was like, that's the best compliment you've ever given me. You do, but it's just you. you. I don't align with you. No, you should. We should work on that. I know, right? You know what I love the most about them? That they try try to align, but they're a little older now. So they're not totally (laughs) aligned, but they still do it. And I freaking loved it. Yeah, they give it their all. It was one of the best concert, guys. If you love them and if you want to see them, I think they're touring. I think, I know they're touring right now. Go and see them because they're amazing. 
Yes. Amazing. Yes. I loved it. We love it. All right. So party time at Blue, where their tagline is drinks, friends, fashion. <laughs> is it? I, was I like, didn't well, see that. I was like, two of those go together. Drinks and friends. The fashion part. You got to dress up. Sort of comes out of nowhere, but all right. And this party looks like, all right, like, oh, look who brought mom. Okay, so it does look like, <laughs> why is there a chaperone here? But it's also proof that Soldier Boy is not a celebrity. He's what do not, you mean? He's not in a VIP area. Mm. It's not a roped off section of the club. Nobody was coming up to him like, oh my God, is that Soldier Boy? If there was any level of celebrity in America, D-list, C-list, they would have like their own corner of the club. It'd be roped off. People would be going up, taking selfies. This didn't happen. Or would it? I'm sure there are celebrities who just want to be regular people and have fun without, because once you rope it off, it means like, oh shit, this person is important, which I'm sure that Soja Boy would love that. Love it. But I'm sure there are celebrities like Keanu Reeves, who rides the subway, who's a regular guy, he pets dogs in Central Park. I don't think he would have a roped off party. Forget the rope. People would still be going up to him saying, oh, my God, Keanu, can I get a photo? Probably. Nobody went up to Soldier Boy. True. And here's more proof that I just thought of because you said ride the subway. Soldier Boy drives a car mm-hmm. that has a license plate that says Soldier Boy True. on it. He is trying to get as much attention as he can. Oh, yeah. He, he wants to be. But he's still not getting it. He wants to be Kanye. He wants to be Jay-Z. Like, he wants to be out there, be known. Right, but those guys don't have license plate that say Jay-Z. They no, want to be as hidden as possible because well, they would get swarmed. Soldier Boy's at a club and not one person is coming up to him. Like, because oh he's, as you said, he's not such a big celebrity. He's trying to be. He's trying. It's the same thing. It's like, I'm sure. But don't you wonder, don't you always wonder when you watch the show and go, I wonder how big he is. And he says he's King Africa. I wonder how big he is. Yeah, I don't think he is. He's not. This is I think proof. King Africa was the little lion from the tea, from the, no, that was from the, the lion, movie. That was the king of the lions. That was the yeah, lion but king. I think I see him as the king of Africa. <laughs> All right. Anyways, um, they're all there. Kim sees KB, Soldier Boy's friend, who was present when Kim threw her Milkshake. Yes, her, yes. Well, all eyes are on Kim because Soulja Boy says, this is, if she loses her shit, we're not going to see mama. It's a bit of a test. And Kim knows it. So she's like, I need to act my best. And yes. That's why she's like, hey, KB, can we chat on the side? And she apologizes. Right. That was a good move of her. She yes. She doesn't want to look bad. She doesn't want to be seen in that light. So she does apologize. And KB's like, I know how women can be. And and women, they're just they're just always jealous. All women mm-hmm. jealous mm-hmm. all the time. So I understand where she was coming from. And speaking of jealousy, let's meet Ali. Usman's yes. gorgeous female friend who's young. Yes. And everything that Kim isn't. According, her, her words. According to Kim. Right. And Kim is like, I'm very confident, but she's everything I'm not. Here's my issue. Kim, you said you were okay with Usman having multiple wives. He can't have a female friend? Mm-hmm. You just, you say things, but you, every other word that comes out of your mouth proves that you're actually not okay with him it's having It's the same thing as like, she says I'm confident. 
Confident people don't say I'm confident. Confident people show the confidence and yeah. act on it. They don't have to go out of their way and say, I'm confident, I'm beautiful, I'm hot, I'm all this. No, you do it and you right. act on it. You own it. Actions Kim, louder yes. than words. Kim doesn't own shit. She's not confident. She's afraid because, as she says, this young lady is everything I'm not, yet she needs to play it cool because this is her last chance with Usman. Yeah, yeah. And according to Ali, she's just a friend, just a platonic yeah. friend, nothing to worry about. She's her, his music PR. Yes, yes. And so it should all be good. But Ali <laughs> tells the camera, it's a little fishy that Soldier Boy is with Kim. Like if uh-huh. I saw them together on the street, I'd be like, that seems a little mm-hmm. odd. Because she's, she's like, he's a celebrity. Like, I don't get it. He could get any girl he wants. Yeah, apparently. Apparently. Um, but Kim does well. She passes the birthday party mm-hmm. test. And Soldier Boy loved the behavior. So I think it's time that I introduce her to the fam. Yeah, we'll go there tomorrow. But before we do, let's have a romantic dinner. Uh, yes. It looked like lunch. That's why I questioned it. But you're right. It was It was a romantic dinner. And it was a hungover dinner. Yeah. Maybe it was supposed to be a lunch, but they were so mm-hmm. hungover they couldn't get out of bed. And speaking of bed, she got that birthday yammy. Uh, uh, New song coming to TMI, Spotify. TMI, TMI. Birthday yammy. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, okay, so before Usman takes Kim to meet the family, they got this one more romantic dinner. Wants to get her around a couple more beverages, see if she'll throw them. Mm-hmm. She wants to, you know, <laughs> put them out there, see what she does with these drinks mm-hmm. before. One more test before the family. He feeds her this fish, which yeah. Kimmy's like, this is not hangover food. This is not a hangover food. This is not. But she does feel the need to address the second wife topic again. And mm-hmm. she came prepared this time, Teresa. Yeah, she has a list of questions like, who picks her what will my role be? Is your family going to be involved? What's going on? So who picks the second wife? Is is it your family? The family could have a say, apparently, mm-hmm. um, which is somewhat news to me, but I guess not because she's going to meet the family who I yeah. guess would have a say yes. in her relationship. Okay. When you have kids, will you be upset if I don't want to be involved? And this was very telling mm-hmm. when Soldier Boy responded because he was like, well, that's up to you whether you want to be involved or not. But what if I said I didn't want to be involved in Jamal's life? How would you feel about that? Mm-hmm. And Kim's like, wow, you're right. That's an interesting That's an interesting argument. I would be unhappy mm-hmm. if you didn't want to be involved in Jamal's life. So, so. so it's an interesting point. And then the question of where would this second wife come from where would where would she live where would she be from for social boy she can be from anywhere including america like why not i'll take a young uh, lady from america oh hell no not for kim because that's the deal breaker that's, that's too far she's like she cannot be from america i am from america when you come to america you're there for me that's my land which i get i i sort of understand her argument there I am surprised Usman would want another wife from the States. Well, but he's, I'm pretty sure he said a wife from the States who would live in Nigeria. Like, okay. with the kids. Well, my thought is, yes, wouldn't you want the mother present? Two, you can't legally have two wives in the States. No. So what would be the plan? You're not 
legally married to this to the mother of your mm-hmm. child. You're legally married to Kim. Like I don't. I don't know. Follow that. And also, they would if he would want to be coming to the states, they would need to get legally married. Married. Right, and then yeah, he would get a visa mm-hmm. through that. Yeah, the whole thing's messy, and really. Soldier Boy is just not happy because now he feels like Kim is restricting him. He doesn't want to be restricted mm-hmm. in any way. He wants the freedom to be able to do whatever he wants. And taking one country off the potential list where he would find this second wife, that's that's mm-hmm. not the freedom he's looking for. Yeah. But Kim is like, I'm accepting a lot. I'm doing a lot. I gave all of the law. You're, okay. not, accepting okay, any, you're not accepting anything. Kim. You basically, he's like your young hooker. You fly over it, you fly there, you buy him gifts, he gives you the yammy. Hello. That's it. She even stopped wearing his shirts. Yeah, I don't right? know what's that's, what that's about. What happened there? Maybe because once you are the official girlfriend, oh. you don't need to show it off. You just show him off. Interesting. Right, she's got the real mm-hmm. thing now. That's the arm candy. Mm-hmm. doesn't need to be on the, on the shirt. Interesting. Well, that's it, right? Mm, that's it. That's the episode. That's the episode. That's the episode. All right. Good episode. I enjoyed it. I don't know how I feel about next week's episode when we see Jenny and Samit getting extra close. Doing Kamasutra yoga. I mean, I got my fix of geriatric copulation with Debbie. I don't know if I, if I need it with Jenny, but eh, to each their own, everyone get it. No, but I'm excited to see how far will Angela get with... <laughs> that car? Yeah, with that car. <laughs> it's going to look like a junkyard <laughs> before she gets out of there selling, selling parts. We'll see. We'll, we'll see. We'll see. All right. That is it. Thank you guys for listening. We hope you enjoyed the pod. We hope you enjoyed the show. Make sure you're following us on Instagram at MarriedTrealityPod. Teresa is going to get back to those messages right I now. I will. Well, going to get back to those messages right now. Also, check out the Patreon, patreon.com slash Married to Reality, The Single Life, Love is Blind After the Altar, Real Girlfriends in Paris. We got another bonus coming very soon that I'm excited about, so check it out, patreon.com slash Married to Reality. Also, make sure you guys are following the podcast, this very podcast, the one you're listening to right now. Make sure you're following it wherever you're listening to it right now. It's so easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot as the beautiful and honest review we got and then you read on this podcast. Yeah. That's from our friend. Cruise Girl. Cruise Girl. And yeah, it leads me right into my last ask, which is please leave a review and, yeah. and, and be like Cruise Girl. You can be honest. We love the honesty. We're so happy you stuck with us and that you warmed up to us and you warmed up all the way to a smasher like it's hot. That's how yes. hot it got. All right. That's it. I, I've said it all. Have you said it I've all? I've said it all. Again, I've said it all. All right. That means we'll talk to you guys soon. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.